and I'm here with Manny, and I'm here with Sandri. And um, we're part of a CALS class at the Sonoma State, and we're currently working on a project for our community. Um, with us today, we have the honor of having a guest speaker, Manny, from the MBOP and uh, Latinx Student Congress. And um, if you just want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you're involved with in our community. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, my name is Samuel Morales. Um, I go by Manny. That's my nickname. I'm okay with folks calling me Manny and referring to me as Manny. Um, the youth organizer with North Bay Organizing Project. Uh, North Bay Organizing Project is a community-based organization that uh, focuses on community organizing. Um, it's uh, an organization that is made up of other member organizations. Um, we have uh, North Bay Organizing staff uh, who are uh, organizers in different capacities, they have a different focus. Uh, but essentially our work is guided by um, by what the community decides is important. Um, so every two years our organization goes through a process of a uh, issues assembly where we bring in uh, member organizations, community members, community leaders um, to go through the process of identifying key issues um, that we see are impacting the community and then we vote on what issues we're going to take on. From there, uh, teams are uh, developed, um, organizers are assigned to the different issues, and teams are formed, essentially task forces are formed. Um, and I myself uh, conduct the Latinx Student Congress, which um, focuses on the youth component of North Bay Organizing Project. Yeah, and North Bay Organizing Project is also known in the community as NBOP, so you might hear me refer to it as NBOP every once in a while. Alrighty, uh, thank you for giving us that insight and a uh, ton of information. Um, just to kind of get started, um, if how did the organization get started or what was the motive behind it? Yeah, so um, my understanding of the origins of North Bay Organizing Project is that it came out of a need that was identified um, where we needed to build uh, power for our community, in our community, with our community. And so initially it started and it was housed at um, the Grayton Day Labor Center, which is based here in Grayton, the little town of Grayton, um, in Sonoma County. And this is a center that provided services uh, for um, our day laborers, right? folks who are seeking work on a day-to-day -day basis uh, with very, to little, very little to none actual protections uh, in terms of uh, labor protections uh, or sometimes uh, civil protections, um, but also uh, very little to none uh, job security, work security, right? So there was a need there to, to help our day laborers. And so folks that were working and volunteering at that uh, center began to form what is now known as North Bay Organizing Project. There's a long story, uh, but uh, I'll sort of condense to, to what my knowledge is. Um, essentially, the realization that those organizers, uh, who Omar Gallardo and Susan Shaw initially and Davin Cardenas, uh, knew that there was, uh, unfortunately, uh, for the folks that were involved at that time, there wasn't a whole lot of power uh, that they held uh, politically and economically, uh, systemically. Um, 
And so they felt that there was a need to expand this organization um, to be better prepared to, uh, to enter into those spaces and, and, and challenge the sense of power, um, especially when it came to uh, labor rights and, immig and immigration rights. That's awesome because, uh, you know, thank you to those individuals who actually, like, you know, took the time to step up and uh, make a stand in the community that we have, like, resources like uh, MBOP and the Latinx Student Congress. Um, in terms of uh, your involvement with the organization, um, what past experiences contributed to your present involvement to wanting to be where you're at right now? Yeah, um, it's, it's been a long journey. Um, I am in a, in a pretty privileged uh, position and, and special position, special situation. Um, I'm a product of Sonoma County. I wasn't born here, but I was brought up here. Uh, I'm actually... Uh, I grew up in, uh, as an undocumented student from the age of 10 years old to the age of 25. And so I have a lived experience in terms of uh, what it's like to navigate uh, a place like this um, uh, socially, but also through education. Right? I, was, uh, I, I was on the brink of not graduating, coming out of high school. Uh, I knew that there were different things that were impacting my life. Um, and I could name it, but it, at that time it wasn't um, as easy to act on it uh, because I wasn't just uh, fully informed and, and even uh, uh, supported in, in a way. Right? I came out of high school um, not really knowing what my future was going to be like. I had a number of, of options, I guess, that I contemplated, I played with. Uh, and ultimately I made the decision to pursue my higher education pursue my education and I uh, registered last minute to SRJC, Santa Rosa Junior College. It was there that I began to take courses in history and psychology and uh, administration of justice uh, amongst a number of other you know, uh, courses that I took and I, at the same time I was exposed to um, the METCHA, the SRJC organization. We began to revive that, that chapter, um, and it was there where I got to like meet other young people that were in the same situation as me, growing up undocumented, being an undocumented student, coming from an undocumented uh, uh, home in, in many other cases. And so with that experience, we began to organize um, as students. And so that's kind of where my journey uh, began as far as like, what brought me here to do this line of work. Um, it was my experience as a student organizer, um, uh, acting on, on local issues, acting on state issues, acting on national issues around immigration. Um, and then that led to me working with young people. Not in this capacity, I was doing restorative justice in the local school district. But when I had the opportunity to uh, come on board with North Bay Organizing Project, uh, uh, I came on board as the youth organizer, which was a position that uh, other organizers had previously held. Uh, and I'm just here to continue that work and continue to support our young people. That's awesome. Um, and it's good that you have that amount of background, especially like you've been through higher education and you know how it feels to be uh, a student, uh, an undocumented student. Um, so you have that line of background um, that, you know, can go very far in what you've, what's uh, made you, you know, achieve where you're at right now. Um, that was actually one of the questions we were going to ask you too, so thank you for answering that. Yeah, um, no, um, I think 
Let me see. Like when when you don't feel that supported and you don't feel like you're in community, um, I guess for me, like it just forced me to seek out community, and luckily I was able to like get in spaces where uh, you know people were doing like, positive things. Um, and I think that just generated an interest to like continue this line of work. Thank you, thank you. The next question we have is, uh, what are you passionate about? Uh, what drives your work with the Latino Student Congress, and why do you do what? Why do you do what you do? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. It's always like something I I like to keep in mind is the why. And I think um, like as we're growing, aging, and maturing, uh, that's part of the process of of growing is like seeking that why. You know, it's like why you're devoted to what you're doing and why you're motivated to continue doing what you're doing. Um, in my case, um, again, I go back to my experience as a, as a student, uh, as uh, an immigrant um, that came from a background, a big family with very little education, unfortunately, uh, but really strong people uh, in my household, right? My parents with limited education, but very strong and very, very smart, intelligent uh, folks and my siblings as well. Um, but I knew that, I guess, the lack of access to education um, prevented us from, from you know, just accom those accomplishments. And so it started there. Um, also, because I attended middle school here and I attended high school, I also got to experience that and, and how punitive the system, those systems could be um, in terms of, like, punishing students and uh, feeding students into that, that uh, prison, school-to-prison pipeline. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was able to graduate. Unfortunately, many of my peers, uh, you know, like friends and, and homies really uh, didn't have that opportunity for different reasons, either incarceration, uh, deportation, or the lives lost during that time. Um, so I'm very fortunate to have accomplished my, my diploma, but I knew that, um, that I needed to somehow uh, have a positive impact on that statistic on, on that negative uh, stigma and so um, I just continued on this path where I'm able to work with youth, uh, support them and their uh, development um, and support them in, in proactive work right and, and uh, helping like helping the community uh, as, as they're also learning. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the questions that goes into that as well is uh, like, why do you think, from your perspective, uh, is it so important for students to get involved in community organizing? Yeah. So, um, man, I think we, we have this uh, perception that young people aren't equipped to get involved, that young people are uh, naive or sometimes ignorant to what's happening around them, and I think that's false. Um, I just feel like we're, we're able to cope with things, and, and we do it in different ways, but um, I'm now in a position where I can uh, engage them in, in uh, raising awareness around the, the issues that are impacting them, um, helping them identify what it is and build strategies around how we can uh, address it or, or take action. Um, the Latinx Student Congress is a network of student clubs, student-led organizations here locally, and it includes uh, Santa Rosa Junior College, the, the Mecha chapter there. Um, I wanna you know, build a, a stronger relationship with uh, Mecha de Sonoma State, but we also have uh, Mecha chapters that are present on many other high schools uh, around the region, around the county. Um, and we're even expanding into the middle school. 
And so through the Latinx Student Congress uh, network, I'm able to uh, support them, uh, dedicate time to leadership development, um, and then also have them you know, be part of that, that networking space uh, so they can inform each other on what's going on in their respective communities and also support, uh, show up for each other or take action together uh, when it comes down to it. Yeah, it's something that uh, wasn't present when I was a student organizer. Um, like I said, we, a small group of us got together to revive the Mecha chapter at the JC. Sonoma State had an active Mecha club, but at the high school level, um, there wasn't any presence of uh, clubs that were, I guess, focused on community engagement and, and promoting higher education like Mecha does. Mm -hmm. um, so now that like those clubs have been established, my work is, is around like just keeping up that network, um, conducting the network and right. and yeah. And and now that you've been mentioning Mecha, like uh, for those individuals who don't know what Mecha is, uh, what is Mecha to you? Yeah, yeah so um, Mecha is a student-led organization and we refer to it as an organization because it is much more than a club. Um, it's part of a regional um, system of of club of sorry organizations it's part of a statewide uh, network of organizations and it's also at a national level um, so it functions at many levels and so that allows the students to to also network um, from state to state and organize um, national conferences organize state conferences organize regional conferences um, but essentially, like I kept hearing this this word, this term being thrown out there, mecha, you know. And and if you're a Spanish speaker, uh, what might come to mind is like lighting a match. And essentially, that's like what it's about is um, initiating this process of like building, uh, raising awareness and and uh, elevating consciousness. Um, and so, mecha is actually an acronym. It, 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 originally stood for Movimiento Estudiantil Chicano de Aztlán. It was uh, created back in the 60s at the university level um, to bring students together and, and act together uh, in a form of activism um, in educational spaces, but also in the community. And since then, um, the definition of the acronym has, has shifted away from from the uh, the Chicano identity, in a sense, mm -hmm. right, to be a little bit more encompassing of other cultures uh, that also participate in Mecha. So in some um, spaces, it might be referred to as, uh, rather than have the term Chicano be part of it, it's uh, Chicanista or Chicanismo or Chicanex. Um, and then more recently, there was a conversation at a national level about changing the CH or the CHE to uh, change and then the A, instead of referring to it as Aztlán, uh, referencing the, the origins of the Mexica people uh, to change it to advocacy. So it has shifted uh, in that way, uh, but a lot of it is still rooted in, in, in the same and I think a lot of clubs still honor uh, the history and are still tied to, to the roots of, of the organization. Right, and it's made a, an appearance in a lot of high schools, like you said, as of recently. And, uh, you know, it's been there in, in uh, universities and community colleges for a while. Um, shifting back to the importance of students getting involved, uh, what do you wish students knew more about in general regarding participation in the community? Mm -hmm. 
Like, what is something that you could tell them out there? Maybe sometimes, like, uh, you know, we have a lot of students who are or don't know how to get involved or want to get involved but can't find anybody on their campus. Um, what, is, what are, like, some things that you could tell them to encourage them? <laughs> um, I think it starts with seeking out spaces that are accepting, welcoming, and embracing, right? And, and that might come by way of a counselor on your school campus or... Um, a teacher uh, or maybe just staff but it could also potentially be um, administrators right they could you could like build relationship and um, and be in spaces that you feel acknowledged uh, I think that's where it starts right like seeking out those spaces if you know of a teacher who, who, uh, who carries themselves that way and, and supports you when you're experiencing uh, you know different challenges uh, and sometimes those challenges, again, might be tied to issues that are impacting the community. And then so you start to build those connections, right? Like the way you show up at school and, and how you feel might be related to what's going on in the community. For example, uh, if the night prior your family experienced a, uh, immigration rate uh, and families were removed from your home and, and you're going to school and you don't feel good uh, and people might not know why, but you understand why. Um, you know, that feeling is tied to that incident. That incident is tied to a much bigger issue uh, that's affecting our community, right, uh, in terms of uh, immigration policies. And so I feel like seek out those spaces, then also explore the why, like why things are interconnected or interrelated or interdependent. Uh, because there are so many issues in our community that are uh, intersectional. And I think now uh, we're starting to explore, like, how it all uh, affects one another and how, in, in general, it, it impacts our society. Um, so labor rights, you know, are very close uh, and important to immigrant rights, uh, to housing rights, to environmental rights, to, to a, lot of, uh, a lot of issues. And expanding on current and ongoing programs. So, like, what students are actively doing, and maybe how, I guess, you're pushing them to get get these things going. Yeah, no, there's a lot going on. Um, for those of you that might be listening, you know, a good place to seek out like what's happening. It's get you know, stay stay tuned to what's going on in the community um, on social media platforms. Um, personally, uh, through this line of work, I. I, I'm the administrator for the Latinx Student Congress Instagram page and there we promote a lot of what's happening with the students. Um, we also tie in like what's going on with other uh, orgs and, and uh, community uh, movements and events. Um, but essentially like my, my role is to support the young people. So when they identify an issue and they want to take on a specific campaign or initiative, um, my role is about helping them carry that out. Right? It's not necessarily like doing it for them, um, but helping and supporting them carry it out. So uh, recently, uh, in my first year doing this line of work, because uh, I am entering my second year, um, an issue came up about a, a dispensary um, taking over a former school campus and building essentially a factory that would uh, function in five ways, right? Uh, do the dispensary, they wanted to do uh, indoor cultivation, volatile extraction, 
delivery and even on-site consumption. And so the, uh, what came out of that conversation was we, we learned about it and the, stu the students uh, in the community learned about it, they felt it wasn't right. Uh, uh, former schools should not be turned into uh, a business that would uh, extract you know, resources and, and money from our community while many of our community members are still incarcerated for, for charges on, uh, related to cannabis, right? So uh, we decided to take a stand against that. We, uh, we showed up to city council to uh, demand that they reject their, the, that business's proposal and instead uh, convert that location or repurpose it into something community oriented. Um, they moved forward and approved it. A uh, community member filed an, an appeal and we co-signed the appeal and that appeal was over uh, rejected. Um, so what we did for that campaign was we really wanted to get feedback from the community as to like um, why it was wrong to put a business of that type there. Not because we're against dispensaries or the effects of cannabis, but more so the repurposing of that location. So we, we advocated for, for it to become something community oriented uh, and also to allocate funds um, because that the community of Roseland, if you're familiar with Santa Rosa, Roseland has for a long time needed resources like a, like a permanent uh, public library or daycare center, community center, multicultural center. Um, so it was, it was a battle that uh, was was lost in a way, but not totally. Uh, our focus shifted into advocating for a new community center at a new location that the city of Santa Rosa bought. And so we're actively engaging in, in that, trying to influence uh, and give our input on what should be at that, what facilities and what services should be provided there, um, as well as having resources and a uh, solar panel system that can generate power for the community and for the buildings. So we're actively in it. Um, and that's just an example of how we identified an issue and then we built a campaign around it. Um, something else we do, and uh, thank you for bringing up Academia del Pueblo. Um, Academia del Pueblo is, uh, is our flagship uh, youth program uh, from MBOP. And me as a youth organizer, um, I was able to conduct the my second one uh, this past summer. Um, this this academy has uh, has been uh, open uh, for four years now. Right, it, it's in its fourth year, but I myself am in my second year uh, conducting it, and we bring youth in uh, for a two-week. Uh, program that where we bring in different topics um, especially topics that are centered on uh, different issues related to justice um, and we inform the students we you know share knowledge and then prepare them for the new school year um, yeah and this year was the biggest our biggest group uh, we had over 40 students sign up and uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, we had an average of 30 students show up. Some of them missed out for different reasons on a couple locations, but in general, it was our biggest uh, uh, group, our biggest program. And so we're looking for to expand it even bigger next year. Uh, and you know, but yeah, those those are some of the things.
aside from that, we, you know, uh, we put on other community events, we put on uh, things that are to generate or embrace community, but we also uh, put on events uh, to fundraise for the clubs and to help them um, kind of carry out, you know, some of their, their goals. And yeah, so we're, we're partnering with other organizations, we're partnering with other uh, community leaders, and then we, we take on like what, what comes up. The last question, I think, just to close it up. Um, how can we get involved with the organization, or how can community members get involved in internships and positions? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, so here at Sonoma State, um, there is a Mecha chapter. I invite y'all to join the meetings. I believe they're on Thursdays at 6 or 6.30 p.m. Um, you can find that information at their Instagram page. It's uh, Mecha de Sonoma. Um, seek out those clubs, right? Whether it's Mecha or it's maybe uh, uh, Black Student Union or Native American Club or a number of other organizations that are focused on, on uh, uh, like social, political, and community uh, empowerment. That's one way. If you're also a student at the JC, you can also seek out Mecha de SRJC. Um, the Latinx Student Congress, we have uh, our handle, just include the X at the end of Latin, Latin X Student Congress, and that's where we promote a lot of what we're doing with all the clubs throughout the region. Um, my parent organization, North Bay Organizing Project, this also has a strong presence on social media, and we're promoting uh, a lot of what's going on with the different task forces and teams. Uh, when it comes to tenant rights, immigration rights, um, and uh, police accountability. Um, and yeah, so there's a number of ways. I think social media, we can use it to our advantage and um, look for information. Uh, I know that it, it could be a way to distract and, and help cope with some things, but at the same time, we can use it to empower each other. Um, so pay attention to like what's going on here locally. If you're not from this region, if you're not, um, if you weren't brought up here locally and you're attending Sonoma State, it's good to connect with the community, with the local community, because we do need uh, students to help us voice uh, the needs and, and what's important for the community. Sometimes students are in a privileged position uh, where they can use their voice uh, because many of our community members uh, might have a difficult time speaking up uh, for different reasons, but sometimes because of their undocumented status or because they've had problems with, with police, but students can, uh, you know, uh, use their voice and, and platforms and organizing skills um, to help to help our, our community. So, uh, yeah, I feel like that's that's one way to get involved. Um, the Latinx Student Congress is seeking an intern uh, to work as an intern youth organizer that would be working alongside myself uh, to help support um, the Latinx Student Congress network and. Um, visit some of the local high schools, visit their, their club meetings, and um, and yeah, and, and engage in, in events and actions. Um, yeah, yeah, and there's a number of other organizations that, you know, just off the top, North Bay Organizing Project, uh, North Bay Jobs with Justice, they're doing a lot of work with our campesinos, uh, looking for protections and emergency pay and uh, hazard pay, uh, because they have to work in the fields when there's uh, fires and and toxic air. 
and so they're doing a lot of good work advocating for for our campesinos, our field workers. Yeah, that's just a couple of the many that are here locally. Yeah, well, just we wanted to thank you for your time, and um, we really appreciate all the feedback we got to our to our questions uh, we had to ask you. Um, and yeah, pretty much it. Yeah, 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 for sure.